Hey everybody, welcome to episode 39 of the Podcasting for Business show. I hope you've had a great week so far and I hope September is proving to be fantastic for you as well. So today's episode is a little bit of a different one because it's a recording from a workshop that I did online um, back in August actually and there's some absolute fire in there even though I do so so myself Um, but I really wanted to share it with you. I had some great feedback on it. Um, I've not given you the entire workshop because um, obviously I was answering people's questions and so on, but I've given you the vast majority of this workshop and I wanted you to get some benefit from it. Now, it's all about the six mistakes that new podcasters make when they get started with their podcasts. Now, I did a mistakes episode, well, a few months back now, but it was focused more on some of the mindset issues this episode is focused on six of the practical mistakes that new podcasters make time and time again. And I definitely made them. I'm sure I did when I got started. So there's no shame in this at all. And of course, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm not just going to give you six mistakes and uh, not tell you what to do instead and give you some support and advice on what to do instead of that. I'm of course going to give you advice for how you can make sure that you don't make those mistakes when you get started. And if you've already started your podcast, this episode is still super useful for you because you can almost self audit your own podcast and think, "Mm, am I doing that? Am I making that mistake? And this episode is going to give you some advice on how to turn things around for yourself. So I'm hoping that this is going to be ram packed full of value for you. So do let me know what you think of the episode over in iTunes. If you could leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts, that would be wonderful. I love getting reviews from you. So do let me know what you think. One more thing I want to tell you about before we dive into this episode. So I want to make sure that those of you who still haven't got started with your podcast and you really want to before the end of this year. I know time's ticking. So, you know, you need to take some action. So because of that, I'm actually hosting two full day live workshops with me, one on the 8th of October and the other one is on the 12th of November. Now, these workshops are going to give you everything that you need to know to get your podcast started. You're actually going to go through everything you need to do to get it started, to grow it, to launch it, how to have guests on your show, everything you need to do. Thinking about editing, thinking about production, thinking about post-production, your artwork, the preparation. Honestly, this is everything you need to get done. So if you're interested in coming along to one of these workshops, you just need to send me an email, info at lindsayann.com and my team will come back to you and let you know all the information. Not only is this a full day live workshop, you're also going to get access to a free 30 day pop up group with me on Facebook to get some additional support. And I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to give you all a one to one free strategy call with me as well after the workshop. So you can have a bit of a follow up so you can ask some questions and let's iron out any kinks that you've experienced. If that sounds like something that is going to be of interest to you and you want to get your show started this year and make sure 2020 has something amazing and positive to come out of it after everything that's happened this year, then get in touch over at 
info at lindsayann.com. If you are in my Facebook community, Podcasting for Business community, you could also send me a DM if you wanted to. So let's get started with the main part of the show. Let's have a look at the six mistakes that brand new podcasters make. So today we're going to be talking all about mistakes that new podcasters make. And they do. And I've often made these mistakes. <laughs> so let's have a chat about the six mistakes that I see happen time and time again with new podcasters. And some of these might resonate with you. Some of these you might think, oh God, I do that. Some of, <laughs> some of them you think, well, that's no way I'd do that. But feel free to ask any questions that you've got. And um, hopefully by the end of this, you come away with a bit more clarity on how you can make some tweaks to make sure that your show is going to be the best it possibly can be. So let's get started with the first one. So the first one is a lack of preparation. Now, this comes from the fact that there are a lot of people at the moment who are starting podcasts. They're sort of just banging them out there and not really thinking about why they're doing it in the first place. The biggest thing that you need to make sure that you're clear on and be prepared about is that you have a purpose for your podcast. Yes, you might know what it's going to be about. Yes, you might know you've got a title in your head that you want. Yes, you might know what microphone you want, but that really doesn't matter if you don't know what the purpose of the show is, is going to be. So what do I mean by purpose? So what I mean is, what do you want the podcast to do for your business? So obviously my group is all about podcasting for business. It's helping you to create a podcast, grow it so that it helps you grow your business and have more impact. Just like the sign behind me here, amplifying your voice, getting out there, amplifying your brand. So if you're not if you're not starting your podcast to do that, then you're probably doing it for the wrong reasons. Yes, you might be doing it as a passion project. That's cool. But that's not really what this group is about. This group is all about growing your business with your podcast. I'm pretty sure that's what you all want to do. So knowing what you want the podcast to do for your business, do you want it to set you up as an expert? Do you want it to grow your audience? Do you want it to showcase um, what you're all about? Do you want to teach on it? Do you want to amplify the voices of others? Do you want to interview people so that they feel inspired? Have you got a book coming out next year and you want to grow an audience of people who are going to be ready for your book? So what is the purpose? Get strategic about this. You're going to spend time and effort on creating this show. And those of you that already have your show, you know this, you, you, you spend time putting this together week in, week out, you have content that's going out. So what are you doing it for? Okay. So if you've already started and you're not sure where you're going with it, get back to the drawing board, consider what you're actually doing this for in the first place. So other things that you need to prepare for are things like the theme of the podcast. So the overarching story arc, really, you know, what the heck is it all going to be about? The format of the show, is it going to be a solo show? Are you going to be interviewing? Do you have a co-host? What's the format? 
um, thinking about who your ideal listeners are. So your listeners, your ideal listeners might not be quite ready to work with you yet. They might be one or two steps before being ready to work with you. And the reason you want to focus on those ideal listeners as opposed to ideal clients is what you're going to do with your show is you're going to teach people how to be your ideal client so that by the time they're ready to work with you, it's an absolute no brainer for them to come and want to work with you. So ideal listener, know implicitly who they are, what they're all about, what's going on for them. Know what you want your show title to be. Your show title needs to be understood by a stranger. If somebody doesn't know you or your show, would they know by looking at the title what the show is all about? If you've got a bit of a quirky title, that's totally cool. What you can do is add a tagline. So four to six words, to sort of describe a little bit more detail about what the show is all about. So get that clear. And you need to be thinking about your artwork, making sure that you're ticking all the boxes to make sure that Apple are gonna be happy with it, that Spotify are gonna let you put it on their platform. There's a few sort of boxes you've got to tick to make sure that it's gonna be accepted. So obviously with your artwork as well, it needs to be, needs to be not necessarily bright, but it needs to be impactful. It needs to stand out amongst your competitors. And the way you can have a look at that is go onto iTunes, onto Apple Podcasts, onto Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, have a look at podcasts that are similar to what you're gonna do. Look at the artwork. What would stand out amongst all of those? Okay, so have a think about that. And then, the other preparation you're going to need to do is thinking about where people are going to be listening. So this isn't just about what platform they're going to be listening on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever, but physically, where are they when they're listening to your show? So are they at home while they're working? Are they in the car? Are they walking the dog? Are they exercising? What is it they're doing? Where are they when they're listening? Because that informs some of the content you're going to be producing. If you know that they're driving while they're listening to your podcast you're probably not going to be asking them to take notes or you're probably not going to be <laughs> putting them uh, doing a meditation with them for example so think about the context of where your listeners are when they're tuning in to listen so that's the first mistake that's the, the lack of preparation get really strategic about this okay so lack of preparation mistake number two is equipment so you don't have to spend a fortune on equipment to get your podcast started, okay? You might be able to just see up there, I've got a Blue Yeti mic up there. Um, I've also got a Rode podcaster here. Um, I've had a, a couple of, um, don't use them all the time, I use them for teaching mainly, but I've got um, Snowball Ice microphones. Um, you don't have to spend a fortune. The road is a bit more, I think that was about 250. The blue snowball ice is about 40, 50 pounds. And the Yeti is about a hundred pounds. Um, get a microphone that is within your budget. So when you're first getting started with podcasting, you're probably not gonna be using a mixer or anything like that. You need something that you can literally plug into your laptop and get started with. So it's a USB microphone as opposed to an XLR microphone. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. Just know that you need a USB mic for now. So you can just literally plug it into your laptop. 
Microphone's important, you need a good set of headphones, especially for when you're editing, um, but you do need them when you're recording as well. Um, you need to be thinking about where you're going to record your podcast. So if you are in quite a noisy house, the place that you're going to actually record your podcast is just as important as anything else when you're thinking about your equipment. So find a nice quiet area of the home, a little corner. If you don't really have a quiet area, you might have to record early morning or late at night when people are still asleep. Um, or a little airing cupboard even, you know, just find somewhere quiet to record as much as you possibly can. Um, you, in terms of the third mistake, so the first two mistakes were lack of preparation and the equipment. So podcasters not having the right equipment to get started with or thinking they're going to spend a fortune when you don't. Time is the third mistake. So I see a lot of podcasters spending way too long doing this. Uh, creating their show and assuming that it's going to take a long time as well. It really, really doesn't have to take a long time to get your podcast started and to maintain it on a weekly basis. Two things are going to be your best friend when you are a podcaster and they are repurposing and batching. Okay, so I did a bit of batching this morning. Um, I've been recording episodes for my own show. So Batching is your best friend. Don't get into the habit of recording an episode each week. Batch a load at once. If you're doing interviews, maybe have a day a month where you book everybody in and get them all done at once. If you're doing solo episodes, it's even easier for you to plan that time in because you're not worrying about other people's diaries. Get that time booked into your diary each month and get four to six episodes recorded back to back then it's done. You don't have to think about it for another four weeks. Repurposing all of that content is going to be your best friend as well, because I'm a huge believer in working hard once and then let that content work hard for you in other ways. In terms of repurposing, what do I mean by repurposing? So what I do with my episodes, I do fairly short episodes. So if I can do it with my episodes, you can do it with yours. My episodes are about 10, 15 minutes. They're short, sharp, full of value that you can go away and put into practice straight away. Because the people who listen to my show are really busy. So, and I don't do interviews on my show, it's all teaching. So with my episodes, I get them transcribed every week. I use that transcription and I'll, I can create a blog post. I can create probably about 10 different social media posts. I'll create, um, I'll use it to do a Facebook Live. I'll put posts on LinkedIn. From September, they're gonna be pinned on Pinterest as well. I'm excited about that. Tell you more about that later. And um, what I also do is I have um, a little video produced, a, a minute long maximum, um, and I use an app called wave.co, W-A-V-V-E.co, and I use that to create, well, my fantastic assistant does it now, because she's absolute golden, lovely Martine. Um, she creates every week for me a little video of a minute long with a snippet of audio from the episode, and there's captions on there, and it's a great way to promote your episodes. So there's lots of different ways that you can repurpose it and it doesn't have to take long. Get it transcribed, break that transcription down into multiple different social media posts and you've got a week's worth of content right there for you. 
can even use it for your weekly newsletters as well. So work hard once, record the episode, get it transcribed and repurpose it, okay? So time does not have to be an issue here for you. So that's the third mistake. The fourth mistake is everything around tech really and assuming that it's going to be too difficult to get your podcast started because of tech. You might think that you're no good with tech. Honestly, hear me when I say this. This is just a story that you're telling yourself. I promise you, there will be things that you've done in your life that you never dreamed that you would be able to do. And you did it. And how did you do it? Because you got in there and tried. You learned how to do it. You asked people, you worked with somebody, whatever it is, you figured it out. You're resourceful people and you can do it. So please don't let tech be the reason that you don't get your podcast started because honestly it's a really valuable asset for your business a hugely valuable asset for your business they're massively on the rise if you're not doing this yet you really need to ask yourself why why am i not doing it so technology doesn't have to be something that that holds you back if you really don't want to be doing the tech if you really don't want to learn how to do the tech side of it so the editing and getting your podcast distributed on other podcasting platforms then outsource it get someone else to do it we at shameless plug we have a production company and we can do it all for you um, but there are lots of people who can do that for you just outsource it the bits that you don't enjoy doing get someone else to do it my clients love the fact that they can literally speak into a microphone, send me that recording, and then everything else happens for them. It just happens magically. And a couple of weeks later, when the episode's due to go live, it magically goes live, and they've got a ton of content ready for them. So don't let tech be something that holds you back when you're getting your podcast started. Please don't. Mistake number five. I see this happen a lot and it's not having a proper launch. Honestly, if you are in business, you need to be treating your podcast launch the same way that you would any other launch in your business. Please, for goodness sake, don't just bang your podcast out in the world and hope for the best, okay? Not, it's not gonna happen. Yes, it is true that podcasts are there aren't as many podcasts as YouTube channels. There aren't as many podcasts as blogs. There are only a million podcasts. There are 31 times more YouTube channels than podcasts. So it's easier to get heard. It's easier to get found with a podcast, but you still have to put some work in. You can't just shove it out there and hope for the best, okay? So I always recommend that you deal with your podcast launch like you would any other launch in your business, okay? So that means having a launch team, having people ready to listen to your podcast on launch day, share it with their friends, leave you reviews, get them subscribing. All of those things are going to be really helpful. Do a bit of a countdown to your launch. Let people know what you're doing when you're getting ready to launch your podcast. Put stories up on Instagram. Put pictures on Facebook of you recording your first episode or getting your microphone. So take your audience on the journey with you. Show them what it's going to be like. Get them excited and get them involved in what you're going to be producing on your episodes as well. So the more 
effort you put into that pre-launch period, the better your launch is going to be. And the vast majority, I'm very proud to say, of my students and clients get really high up in the podcasting charts with their shows because they take this advice on board and they do the work. Okay. Nothing in life comes simply like that. Okay. You do need to put a bit of work in, but once you do, honestly, the rewards are fantastic because what happens is people find you and they come to you to work with you rather than the other way around, rather than you chasing the next client, what happens is they start to find you and reach out to you. And we all want that, don't we? We all want people to hear our message and then come and want to work with us. And that happens with a podcast. Have things like competitions, you know, create some noise around launch time. That is really useful. And uh, the launch team can really help you with that as well. So put some time and effort behind your launch. You don't have to have a physical launch in, pers in person, especially now in the times we're in. Um, you can do things online to get people excited about your podcast coming out. So the final mistake, so let's have a quick summary of the ones we've gone through so far. So the first mistake was a lack of preparation. Mistake number two, equipment and not getting the right stuff and thinking you've got to spend a fortune, you don't have to. The third mistake was assuming it's going to take you forever to get your podcast started. It's not, and it's not going to take time to maintain it. It will take time, but not as long as you think. The fourth mistake is technology and assuming you don't have what it takes to get this done. You do, you do. Mistake number five, not treating your podcast launch like you would any other launch. And then finally, mistake number six is sort of linked back to the purpose of your podcast at the start. And it's all about not having a plan for what you want your listeners to do next. Okay, so you're going to put all this time and effort into producing your podcast. You're going to get it out there. You're going to have an amazing launch. People are going to love it. But what then? <laughs> What are you going to do with them? So once you've got those listeners, where are you going to send them? What are you going to ask them to do? But what are you going to do with them? You can grow your audience. You can tell them to go to your website to download a freebie. You can tell them to join your group. You can tell them about the amazing event that you've got coming up online. You can tell them about the book that you're publishing. You can tell them about anything you're doing in your world, in your business world, and get them to go do it or download it or buy it, okay? Little stat here for you. If you are selling a product or a service on your podcast, you're 14% more likely to make a sale if you talk about it on your podcast versus just posting it on social media. So if you send emails out to your audience, if you um, do Facebook Lives, if you put posts on social, that's all great. But if you talk about it on your podcast, you'll have 14% more sales if you talk about it on your podcast, okay? The return on investment is there with your podcast. It's a great way to build your audience, build connection, and increase your income, okay? So there are six mistakes. I've talked to you about what to do instead. This is really important, okay? I, don't, I didn't want to just tell you what the mistakes were and then just leave you hanging. So... I'm hoping you've got some great value from that today. So if you do have any extra questions, please do let me know. Um, if you haven't downloaded my free resource, um, the Start Your Podcast Checklist as yet, 
I highly recommend that you do that. What it does, it will take you from the idea to launching your podcast, every step you've got to take between the idea and getting it started, everything you need to do to get your podcast up. I think that's everything. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed that. Have a great time and I will